I got Bo Kent, who's looking at me in the in, in behind the set. I love you, man. But I don't want to talk to you right now. I'm not. I'm not just talking to the the, the world. I'm not just talking to SoundCloud or in YouTube land. I'm also talking to God. Take it to my prayers, please, please help me to understand this damn trailer to Death Stranding. Because the game comes out in November. What's up? I wish your face cam was turned on when you were making that rant just now. <laughs> What's up, everyone? Michael Fox here, and welcome to episode 74 of the Skoka Game Podcast. We are now on the road to the Electronic Gaming Expo 2019, also known as E3. That's right. Today, we're going to be doing a E3 predictions, because this is going to be our last podcast until after E3. So next weekend, there will not be a podcast, because I'm going to be at Robo Toy Fest, as, as well as E3. So no uh, Struggle Game podcast next week. But until then... And- and to the chagrin of my boss, for uh, he did let me uh, have Sunday off, so I will also be at RoboToy. Woo! And you're probably wondering who's the token whiteboard. We got our, the, our, our honestly, the now reigning, defending token whiteboy of the Solo Game Podcast, Boken Kabuto. Boken, take it away. Yo, this is Boken Kabuto coming at you live, and may I present the third member of our podcast, X-Force Gaming. How's it going, everyone? This is X-Force Gamer 88, coming to you live. All right, and my opening comment is, once again, E3. We're on the road to E3. Also, Death Stranding is probably one of the, This trailer is one of the weirdest trailers I ever watched, and I will get into that. But before we do all that, as always, we're going to do some housekeeping because we're going to try to get the show on the road. Rose y'all who are in the chat, we greatly appreciate you. Shout out to the chat. We love you. Keep talking. Uh, we do all this live here on twitch.tv slash recklessfox, my channel. So you have yet, be sure to follow me here on twitch.tv. You can also follow um, us on SoundCloud because I understand, you know, some of y'all might be, you know, out on a Friday night because we are recording and streaming this Friday, um, May 31st. So this is the final day of May that we're streaming this episode. And you know what? We're power to you guys. Thank you. And I understand you probably are doing midnight shifts. Your mama's tripping, but you're probably still living at your mama's house, especially if you're 20. I understand that. You're probably married and your kids are acting up. Your wife's asking for some me time and stuff like that. Your baby mama's tripping. Your side chick might be tripping. Don't worry. We got you. We got you guys. Because um, this episode will be up on SoundCloud at the a later date and by later day hopefully by tomorrow <laughs> and as always guys we've always said closed mouths still get fed i understand you know like no reckless i don't want to say anything weird because you know you might roast me which that hurts my feelings okay you, you really think li- very little of me we i don't look we're we're nice people okay we're not gonna roast you unless you want us to and we've always said this there's no such sure? thing as, like there's no such thing as like a stupid unless you're mcdonald's we're not gonna roast you Yes, and there's no such thing as a stupid question unless you ask it or you respond with a really dumb answer. So please be sure to hit us up on on the chat. Now, if you're like, you know what, I still don't, we understand, and we'll always take email. So until that fateful day, you can then now forever email us at strugglegamebookings at gmail.com. That's strugglegamebookings at gmail.com for any questions, comments, search, advice, and business acquires. Love doing business with you indie folks out there. You want to find us on Facebook and Twitter, type of Struggle Game, and bam, Struggle Game is all up in your heart. 
You also find us on our YouTube page, Struggle Gaming. I understand that uh, we are a little behind on putting up video versions of the podcast on our YouTube page. Uh, our main editor, GC, who does put the video versions on our podcast, is currently doing finals right now. So we understand, and we he will be catching up and putting up every single episode that we have done previous to the p- previous episode we did on YouTube. And you can also find us on our home base, soundcloud.com slash gaming. That's soundcloud.com slash gaming. Now, you want to get a hold of any of us, you want to try our critique time, find your boy, Reckless Fox, Twitter and Instagram at the Reckless underscore Fox. Find on my YouTube page, Reckless underscore Fox. And find all my latest gaming content on twitch.tv slash Reckless Fox. If I'm not down the in the Southtown region, Flex and Geese Howard style, we're going to go into the Kanto region. X-Force, where can they find you? They can find me at twitch.tv slash X-Force and we're going to head all the way to Angel Grove, working and Boken, where can they find you? You could find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Kabuto, and you could find me on Instagram at chrono underscore justice underscore cosplay, and, you know, just say hi, you know, I'm going to start doing some Game Boy uh, Advance, you know, walkthroughs, mostly Mega Man, uh, Battle Network, starting with number two, because I just beat number one recently, and I just do not want to play that all over again. Can't wait to get to number five and back to our regularly scheduled program. Funny thing is, we were just talking about Mega Man um, Battle Network today, me and Dildozer, and we're talking about Mega Man NT Warrior as well. But we'll talk about that later. But like I said, let's get started. It's a Friday night. I want to go first. I legit just got home roughly 30 minutes ago. My homie Dildozer and I were out in Santa Monica. We was drinking, me, him, his girl, and our homie... Um, Chris Redfield. I'm, I'm not gonna say his government name, but Chris Redfield. Um, we went out and we was just we was just um having a good time and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, uh, I will say this: there's this one Asian market that serves really good food at a very cheap price. Dude, I ate two plates of those foods. Uh, for some somehow, I don't have the itis. I'm actually still dressed up right now. So after I'm done with this podcast, if you, I will be streaming a little bit. So you can check out my style. Other than that, um, and then, just, and then you just strip, take a shower, and then come back wearing only towel. You see, you see, if if it wasn't for the fact that uh, if it wasn't for YouTube, not YouTube, Twitch's um new thing about keeping your clothes on i may have just have done that and just kept like a towel on me it just looked like homeboy from the old spice commercials <laughs> but uh, oh but, god him in that hulu commercial yes he exactly. did a hulu commercial recently exactly but uh other than that i mean y'all listen to the scrub lounge which it will both the scrub episode the new episode of the scrub lounge and the scrub game podcast will both be up tomorrow so don't worry about it we're, we're both gonna be up simultaneously um aside from all of that nothing else is really really going on this week uh, i mean i just got back into fightcade and um i will say this fightcade real if anyone does not have fightcade on their computer and they've been wanting to play someone online on x-men versus street fighter or samurai showdown one two three four five download um fightcade it's free you just need to find the roms from that's the only thing but once you do you can play with people online i used to do it back in the day back in my old my year one days of being on twitch and stuff i saw this fox 94 days specifically but uh other than that yeah that's pretty much it i'm gonna hand it to uh boken boken what's up with you uh well let's see it's week six of my sick watch and by sick watch i mean of me being sick and I and I start my first week at my new location, where people are still asking if we have 
uh, Fortnite stuff. Yeah, I I, st- I held on to that conversation like you asked me to while we were watching that trailer. And uh, yeah, I have a final due tomorrow night. That's worth twenty five percent of my grade. Jesus. And yeah, my doctor Damn. says a lot of my a lot uh like my 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 illness is accentuated by stress. But ironically, nothing stresses me out more than being sick. I, I, that happens to everyone, dude. I, I got what you mean, though. Well, hopefully, hey, dude, you're gonna crush your final tomorrow. So, yeah, hopefully, yeah, hopefully, I'm not gonna let my two teammates down. And the following week, I'm gonna oh, crush it even harder did. at Robo Toy Fest. <laughs> oh, Robo Toy Fest? Really? Yeah, we're both going to Robo Toy Fest tomorrow. Oh, well, uh, next and uh, soon. So, yeah. Oh, uh, with that being said, well, how about this? Excellent. No, I'll oh, go ahead. No, we, we, no one cares about that, X-Force. We, we, we weren't asked for that. We we're asking how you, how's your week been? Oh, my week? Uneventful. Good. Basically. All right, well, I have peace. Go ahead. So what happened? Huh? Mine? Yeah. No, really. It's, un, it's uneventful. Aside from, uh, aside from watching Godzilla. Oh, how was it? There's so many plot. Uh, there's so many holes in there. It's like I don't know where to start. Okay, you know what, nigga, to uh, fill uh, to let a kaiju you out. <sighs> I I just don't know. Anymore. But it's like I enjoyed the movie. Don't get me wrong. But there's so many. There's so many physics flaw. So many, there, especially with the radiation stuff. It's like, and it's like, and it's like the movie is very predictable. On top of it, it's like. Bosses of security. Okay, Call okay, hold on, hold up. Okay, X Force. You do realize most kaiju um, monster movies are always predictable. So what makes this one? Oh my god, it's so predictable, nigga. Do you know how many Godzilla movies there are where you can honestly pinpoint the plots? The only one that was like, oh my god, that actually happened was when Godzilla fought this Doria and Godzilla actually died at the end. Oh yeah, but that's the only thing though. Okay then, so how's it, how's it, oh my god, so predictable. Nigga, all kaiju movies are predictable. Anyway. What makes so, this different? Uh, what makes it different? No, what, what makes it different? Well, I haven't watched any, haven't watched any other ones before. Oh my god, of course, me. nigga, of course you would. <laughs> get the fuck, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm done with you. Alright, you're done, I'm cutting you off. We're about to get into some quick news real quick. Let, let, me, let me just, let me just say this. Like, let, me, let me tell you how predictable kaiju movies are, you know, just to get that out of the way. Rocky loses the fight, Rocky wins the fight, Rocky loses the fight, then wins the fight, Rocky wins the fight, Rocky loses money, then wins the fight, Ro- uh, Rocky loses the fight, but wins back his son, Rocky gains an apprentice, but that apprentice loses the fight, and I did not see Creed 2, I'm sorry. Wow, okay. Wow, that's too much to cope with. But okay, with all that being said, guys, all right, we gotta get some, we gotta get started. We're gonna do some quick news. So we, I forgot to uh, talk about this on the last podcast, but there were new announcements for Marvel Ultimate Alliance three. So the new characters that will be in Marvel Ultimate Alliance uh, three are Miles Morales, Spider Man. So. You know, black nice. ex- Miles Morales, Spider Man. So more black excellence. I'm just saying right there. Spider Gwen as well, which I'm very excited about. Also, they uh, showed off a of new course. trailer. Uh, shut up. They showed off a new trailer for showing off all the X Men characters. So if you haven't yet, be sure to check it out. And, and X Men and um, 
Ultimate Alliance 3 will be coming out later this year. I'm pretty excited for it. Now I should have a Wii. Uh, I should not Wii. I should have a Nintendo Switch by then. Um, a new Square, Yay. a new Star Ocean game is in the works. It's actually a remake. Uh, Star. Uh, and it will be on both the Nintendo Switch and the PS4. It's Star Ocean's first departure remake for for both consoles, and it should be coming out soon. I'll pull. I'll pull up the um. I'll, I'll pull up the dates on when it comes out. Also, um, this is a quick update from last week's podcast. It has been confirmed that there will be a brand new Mortal Kombat movie coming out. It's currently in the works as we speak. Well, that being said, let's get started. So, before we start doing our predictions, let's talk. This a, here's another update from last week's podcast. The Sonic the Hedgehog movie, you know, the the one that's quite possibly going to be one of the greatest movies of all time. You know, it's going to be the Citizen Kane of our generation. You know, it, it's just going to be amazing. You know, like it, it's okay over the fact that uh, they didn't do Sonic right. You know, the animation and stuff like that. And you know, it's okay that people were bitching about like, oh my god, he does not look like Sonic. Well, guess what, people? The movie's been delayed to twenty twenty. Um, they're actually in the lab right now trying to do a different ver- trying to make they're pretty much the biggest problem with Sonic was the way he looks they're trying to fix the way he looks and everything like that um, I'm gonna go last I'm gonna let Boken Kamado take this Boken what's your thoughts on this oh let's see um, well I think you put it best when you said no matter how much you sprinkle a turd and no matter how shiny it is, turd is still a turd. <laughs> but so like, so like, I really hope the writing is good enough that that the only thing that needs to be fixed is just the animation for Sonic. And given that a fan did it for leaps and giggles, like in like what a week, you know, just for the trailer parts, I think give him a month. That's all he's gonna need. But the thing is, in Hollywood, you know, you got you got these laws and contracts saying you have to pay, uh, you have to pay uh, people to do animation stuff, and they have to be part of specific unions and guilds in order for you to hire specific people. So you know, they, unfortunately, things cannot be solved by just hiring like a YouTube fan for free, because like a lot of film problems would be solved that way. But yeah, like, uh, yeah, like, so the fan trailer that came out recently shows that the problem with Sonic's animation isn't just with his eyes, it's just a lot of aspects of his body. Like, Woody the Woodpecker was a terrible film, but at least Woody actually looked like Woody. Time out. Uh, There was a, hold on, hold on. There was a Woody the Woodpecker movie? Yeah, it. Yeah, the only country came out in theaters in was Brazil. And this is an American-made movie, maybe Canadian. It's English-spoken. And the only way you could watch it in America is, like, direct-to-video uh, direct or direct-to-DVD, however you say it. I don't know if both terms are correctly phrased because, you know. But the point is, like, the only country came out in, in theaters in was in Brazil because it was that bad. Was it Colombia? I don't remember. South America for sure, but... Yeah, but at least, and the movie was bad. I've seen the movie; it was bad. But at least Woody actually looked like Woody. I just Woody learned some. I just learned something very new today because I did not know that movie was an actual thing. Yeah, and 
but yeah, at this point, I don't know how to feel about Jim Carrey as Eggman, just because, like, I don't know, after, after Kick-Ass 2, like, I don't know, Jim Carrey's acting just went downhill, and I am worried about his mental health well okay but we're, but we're not talking about jim Carrey. we're just talking about the yeah. movie and the production as a whole yeah. like, the movie's done but now they're delaying it because people were complaining about how sonic looks yeah and like i said like uh i i just hope that the writing is good enough that that fixing the animation for sonic is the only thing they need to fix because because if the writing is terrible then even if they fix the way sonic looks it's gonna end it's up like woody enough. the woodpecker Oh boy! You just, Go ahead, X Force. That's no, no. I'm just like I'm just making comments. Don't worry. No, it's fine. It's fine. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. And basically, you know, like Detective Pikachu broke the mold uh, against the stereotype that you can't make a good uh, video game based movie. Just like how like Alita is like one of the few really good anime based movies. So like Sonic the Hedgehog has a lot to live up to. So you know, I guess. 2020 we'll see if the filmmakers for this movie had 2020 vision <laughs> uh good one good one uh x-force what about you man for which one uh for sonic, sonic movie yes. yes i don't have hope for it <laughs> yeah and and this is and that's why you have two optimistic people in the squad i'm joking i'm joking uh, no i understand why i understand why you're not looking forward to it and you don't have hope for it but it's the same it's the same way i don't really i don't care about this movie i think this is a movie honestly that we did not need this was a this, sonic the hedgehog the movie is a movie i don't believe anyone asked for and even if people did this was not how they saw a sonic movie coming about I think people want, like, including me, I, if I were to see a Sonic movie, I was expecting for them to make it in the same means of that Ratchet and Clank movie that came out a couple of years ago, where it was just... I've seen it if I want to. Okay, from what I was told, and I saw p bits and pieces of it, because I didn't get a chance to see it. It's alright, it follows the first game, but that's about it, or some of the other games. I don't remember, but they're like, it was alright. I mean, the animation was cool. I mean, it wasn't anything special. It was just, it was just a game. Like, I could have played the game and stuff like that, if that was the case. I think, I think certain games, like, no matter how good they are, like, you just could not make a good movie for it. Like, Sonic and Mario probably yeah, could actually. It's just how much effort they want to put into it. Yeah, but uh, also like story-wise, because like, because like sometimes like like certain plots would just not work with certain characters because of the whole uh, mythos behind them. Now, you you know what you know what game I think would have uh, would have been good for a movie though, like if you wrote it well. Which one? Uh, Legend of Zelda. I think Legend of Zelda could make a good movie. You if you put Legend of Zelda in the head. Have doubts about it. Of course you do. I mean, I mean, it'd be really difficult because of how much questing he would have to do. But it's not impossible. I would say, I would say like this. Right. Hold on, hold on. I would say like this. If you put Legend of Zelda in the hands of like a director like a Matt Reeves, and you got someone like a, a writer like um 
let's say like one of the guys who wrote um remember that movie crimson tide with um denzel washington and uh gene hackman yeah. if you if you gave that movie into the writing hands of like someone like who wrote that movie or or the guy who wrote the uh script for let's say, for captain america winter soldier and you got someone like matt reeves or like a jj abrams or even a um what's the nigga who wrote who did the lord of the rings movies percy jackson not percy jackson uh, uh peter jackson uh, peter jackson, uh, peter jackson. Uh, if you got someone like uh, Peter Jackson, I mean, you can Peter get Jackson. you can you can get like an epic tale for Legend of Zelda. It, it's, it's but it's what Xbox says. It depends on how much time and effort the writers, because not just the director. Like you got you yeah. got to keep this in mind. You can have a bomb ass director with like an A list uh, cast. If your writing is trash, then your movie no, is no. It's only doomed. as good as the, it, it's, it's only as good as the weakest link. Yeah. No, because again, the director is just directing what the writer gave them. It's the it's again, it's like um Suicide Squad. David Iyer is a great director and he and he ca- and the cast for Suicide Squad was actually not bad except Jared Leto. I I I would have gotten someone else to be uh Joker. But the writing that was given for that movie, because of the amount of developmental health Suicide Squad was in, it's the train mess of, of a movie that it is. Don't get me wrong, I like Suicide Squad, but I can even admit that movie was a mess. But the way I the, the way I see it, the way I see it is like in a in a movie, you you got a holy trinity. You got the writer, the father, the the actor, the son, and the director, the Holy Spirit. And, and then you got all these other people <laughs> who are the Seraphims. You got all these other... The uh, Seraphim? Uh, are you serious? Yeah, we're yeah, we're throwing out the Seraphim the, now? Yeah, yeah. You got the Seraphims, who, you know, who are like who are like the best boys, the craft, the sound mixing and stuff like that. And the thing is, you need all of these things to be good to make a godly movie. But, but the thing... But, like, even if you want a mildly decent movie, you need at least two of the three parts of the Holy Trinity in order to work good like like you could have a bad script but if you have like a, a, a good direction and good acting you might it, at least the the movie will be visually stunning despite how bad the plot is for example if you got if you got good writing and good directing then then you might be able to hide the terrible acting just to give just to give it no example. no no i say that because if you ever watch bram stoker's dracula keanu reeves i love you keanu but bro bro you sound like a surfer british dude trying to talk to dracula i'm just saying bro i'm just saying see, that see that's just an issue of miscasting but the thing is like the director could have done more with right like, but with, I, with directing keanu specifically right but okay but here's 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 my hey, here's my wait hold up here's my point of view and then we're gonna move on afterwards i said this before and i said this i said this before many times on my streams i said this during one of our, our recorded podcasts here's my opinion about the whole issue with sonic the hedgehog the movie i still think it should have came out this year you'd want to know why it's because Boken, this is why this is why we pay you the big bucks, man. You, Paramount should have just taken their L. Look, I understand a lot of people don't did not like the design of Sonic. I completely understand. But you delaying this movie, legit you're delaying the inevitable. You're de- not only yeah, you're, you're delaying the inevitable, inevitable, but you're you also just wasted the animators' time 
and because you gotta keep in and mind the studio's money and the studio's money you gotta keep in mind the animation team look i don't I, look i am pretty i don't know what the, those guys had to deal with but i'm pretty sure the amount of scrutiny they have dealt with about the controversy about how sonic looks really makes them look bad and again I really do think Paramount should have just taken the, the L because let's just face it, Paramount's been taking L's left and right. I mean, Monster Trucks is a good example. Do we have to talk about Monster Trucks? I don't want to talk about Monster Trucks, but y'all remember Monster Trucks, so yeah, there. I haven't seen Monster Trucks, but I know what happened. Yes, like that movie was supposed to come out back in 2015, and it and it got delayed twice, and it came out in 2017, early 2017, and look what happened with that movie. I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, but but I will say this to play devil's advocate. Go ahead. Um, you know the thing the thing about delaying the movie is like while yes, if the writing is bad, like like no amount of good, no amount of fixing uh, the animation would help the movie. But I will say this: it, um, uh, for the first thing is uh, time of revision. If you uh, if you take the time to revise one part of the movie that that came out wrong. That gives you time to 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 check out. Hey, maybe we got some other things wrong. Let's let's double check our draft before we finalize it. So right. if there could be, so if they find issues with writing or directing in the process while they're waiting for the animation to to improve, you they might they might fix those problems as well, and we probably would be none the wiser. The other or the other thing is custom. Uh, what's it called? A uh, customer feedback. Like if. Uh, you know how many people got happy when they heard, "Oh, they're they're actually listening to us. They're actually going to revise. Uh, they're actually going to revise Sonic the Hedgehog." I think I think what by them saying this, it's going to put more butts into the seats of the first screening. Will it save the movie? Probably not. But as far as the number of people who are going to watch it on opening weekend will go up at least, and that is just the publicity that the movie needs. Here's my Even question, if it's just Temporary. Long term might not fix the movie, but short term it's gonna put put more butts in the seats and who knows publicity of having the movie be like top five or top six, like for the opening weekend might put more people to sit down to see it on second week. But you know as long as they don't listen to the negative critiques. Again, those are just my two points. Okay, okay, okay. Here's my question for you. Here's my question. If that's the case, do you think them doing this may just put pressure on Hollywood to start listening to uh, people's reactions to certain things? If if the gamble pays off, most certainly. And and because because there's one of the big problems with Hollywood, especially with TV shows and movies and stuff, is like they've lost their ability to listen to constructive criticism, especially from fans, because like like especially when it came to Game of Thrones, like if you Ooh, heard like what Sophie yeah. Turner said. And I almost chopped it from right there about Sonic, but overall I would say this. Even again, hopefully I'm wrong. I really hope I'm wrong. Because I don't like I don't want a movie to fail, obviously. I really hope this movie does knock it out of the park. And if they if delaying this movie in order to fix their mistake, cool. Do I think Paramount should have just taken their L? Yes. Just take your L and keep going, bro. Just saying. But if this means that we're gonna uh, Hollywood will actually start listening to people how people's feedback and stuff like that because like honestly this was constructive criticism and we've seen plenty of videos at this point of people redoing the way Sonic looks and stuff like that we've seen it okay and some of them is still not it still is not working though so keep that in mind 
but it is but it's a little less jarring than the one in the trailer though it still could be a lot better overall though well do you gotta keep it you do you can't you can't blame them they were working with what they got okay the uh the um, paramount or the or the, the youtube the youtuber fans who uh do try to re uh, redo it yeah for the fans like i i could it could have been worse if uh, but they're working with what they have, you know, which makes sense. No, I get what you mean. All right. Well, that being said, let's let's move on to the next piece of news. So, um, uh, okay. I want I want to talk about this one first, uh, just to get it out the way. So, a new loot box, uh, new loot uh, loot boxes could potentially be made illegal, uh, thanks to a new bill which was officially introduced, um, um introduced with bipartisan support and this is coming from GameSpot. this is actually uh written last week uh i think x-force is the one who uh posted it so x-force what the hell's going on with this new bill that bipartisan is about is supporting go ahead okay okay um i let's hold on for a moment let me check but with the loot box thing okay let, let me check uh, let me check okay there we go Okay, also, also real quick, real quick, hold up, real quick. So the new Sonic movie comes out next year in February. All right, continue. Okay, so the new loot box, uh, uh the new loot box bill. Basically, it's one of it's basically they're trying to make it as uh, illegal because they because um how I, I had to read it over again because it's been a while since I posted and I was and I was busy with other stuff. Okay, so to make a long story short, it. I, I can help you. I can help you out with it. So, yeah. um, pretty much, it's um trying to keep from kids from doing loot boxes and stuff like that because they believe that uh, loot boxes will cause you know gambling addiction and stuff and yada yada yada. Pretty much the exact same stuff that we've been that uh people have been trying to uh pour out in the news media and stuff like that, saying how like uh loot boxes can commit to like early uh stages and addictions to gambling this new bill is trying to uh slice that in half and if i'm reading this correctly on uh, and this comes from GameStop, it's pretty simple video game uh companies shouldn't put casinos targeted to kids in their games proud of this bipartisan which is um uh, which was um republican u.s senator josh Hawley today which he officially announced it on in may uh, the bill asks Congress to regulate some pay-to-win microtransactions in video games, while it also seeks a ban on loot boxes for games that are designed to appeal to people under the age of 18. Specifically, the full warning in the bill states that it be it would become illegal for publishers to release a minor-oriented game that features pay-to-win microtransactions or loot boxes, while it also seeks to previously release games from receiving updates that add such mechanic. Uh, mechanics you can actually read more about this bill on GameSpot. um and i'm a uh x uh, not x force broken i'm gonna quickly give you the floor what's your thoughts on this go ahead quickly well here well you know um loot boxes is a really gray area uh in in so it's many not ways gray areas. it's not gray area it's not it, it, oh, it, to, to some degree it is because because let, let me let me explain like uh like here's here's what would be the problem with getting rid of the loot and the thing is, like, I, I say, like, I'm not a fan of loot boxes in general, but here's, but here's the issue, here's the problem with getting rid of loot boxes, uh, is that most games are either free or really cheap, specific examples, Overwatch and Fortnite, because they expect to make up for any possible losses in making the game free or cheap, 
by you know by using loot boxes you know like so that if people use microtransactions you know it would make up for you know like the financial losses of not you know charging more for the game initially so like if so like if you get rid of loot boxes you could probably expect uh, uh like the makers to like make the games more expensive from initial purchase but but on the other hand one thing that i would like about getting rid of the loot boxes is now like in order to um now in order to actually get the skins you want or whatever other goods you get out of loot boxes is hopefully now you have to do some actual uh tasks in the games like based on skill and stuff to actually earn the, uh, uh, the items you want instead of just like spending in-game money or microtransaction money in you know what is essentially lottery because like for example like overwatch like you have to do so many grinding to get that one legendary skin like during special events but it's so nice it would be so nice to get that skin by actually you know like beating some like the seasonal story mode or or like uh you doing a certain um getting a certain amount of kills as a certain character or whatever you know just like you know like doing things that are a hard way so that when you show that skin like it's it's proof that you that you did something worth having that skin and not just oh i just had a ton of money again this bill just like anything else in congress it's still just a bill you know you need you need uh 67 of congress uh, to approve and then 51 percent of senate and then the president has to uh, write write up on it and you know the bill is, uh, becomes a law you know so like what regardless of what side you're on remember you know you have that to deal with. right right uh xbox what's your thoughts on this go ahead okay i'm gonna do some corrections on uh, on Bokin's part it's not a good it's a service it's a service, sadly. So even though you want to treat it as a good, it's not really a good at eh, in this context. It's a service. For, it's a service, and they can shut it down at any time. But that's aside from the point. That's aside from the point. Now, in terms of in terms of the loot box situation, what he said about it being great. No, it's not a gray area. It's a it's a straight up. It's it's clear cut for in my in my view. Why is it clear cut? You're basically paying for something that you personally want. While may, while it may not necessarily now here's the thing though, it's it doesn't affect anything in game, at least in the context of the loot boxes. Uh, that's just purely cosmetic. With that said, is it pay to win? No. But because there, because there's a want, that's where that's where it becomes the responsibility of the of the consumer. Now I agree. Now what? Now we're going to use EA. Uh, we're going to use uh, EA's Battlefront for this one, Battlefront Two, as an example. That one actually does have pay-to-win mechanics, so that's clear-cut. That's a pay-to-win mechanic that is not guaranteed, and so that's a big problem in this one. And when they're t talking about kids and such, no, it's not the kids that are. It's not the kids that are actually buying because. They're not. They're going to get in trouble by their parents if that's the case. Yeah, but but uh, there was this one story one time where a kid, uh, uh, where a kid was playing Clash of Clans on their parents' phone, and they actually spent upwards of ten thousand uh, dollars in microtransactions, even though the parents were not aware of it until they got their phone bill. 
and of course because it's a microtransaction uh the phone company or the game company i don't remember which one's responsible for it uh cannot refund those ten thousand dollars See, that's the parents' fault on that, if that's the case. Yeah, yeah it is it, the parents' it, fault. It's, it's an issue with the parents for being irresponsible. But I will say this, like, I think, if anything, the game should have an option, uh, should have an option uh, to lock microtransactions uh, at the discretion of uh, whoever owns the game. So, like, like for them to choose to lock the microtransactions. So that, like, so like for example, if it's a phone game and, like, and it's a parent, like, uh, uh, giving their uh, kids their phone to play on that game, like, it would give an option to lock microtransaction, you know, like a, like a parental feature. If anything, I'd say that's a compromise at best. Actually, they already have it in place already. They I don't know, like, which games do or don't. So, like, I apologize it's not per game basis it's actually they actually have an example for apple they actually did put it in place where oh this game ha- this thing has in in app purchases this you want to disable it for that one and then you can you can do that from there they actually have that option specific uh, for on a per game basis i would say this and, I'm, uh, and we can uh, move on afterwards here's my issue with uh, and uh, yeah 60%, 67% of the Senate has to agree on this bill, right? Um, I also need to... No, 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 no. representative. I need to interject with this one for, uh, for in terms of the politics side of things. Okay. Now, this is one of those rare cases where both the Democrats and the Republicans are... Act, well, not necessarily uh, the majority of them, but it's one of those in cases agreement. where there's... A, um, there's Two Democrats and a Republican trying to work together, working together to gain the bill passed, at least. But they have to show proof that it is a major issue, which is not going to happen, actually. Yeah, because the majority of the of the Senate and the representatives don't even know what it is. Don't know what games are. This is why I'm. This is what I was trying to say before um before you um came in. But let me. I, but so let me finish just real quick, real quick. All right. Um, here's my issue. Okay, look, I, I I completely understand if there needs to be a new bill to stop people from uh, doing loot boxes and just to stop loot boxes in general because we've all we've all agreed loot boxes are are annoying. I, understandably, if it's for cosmetics I... and stuff, listen, hold up, hold up, okay, listen. My bad. If it's for like cosmetics and stuff like that, X Force, you and I have both agreed. Cosmetics is fine. Cosmetics is nothing as long as it's not affecting the game or affecting how the game is played. Like, like if you need a like you you want you want to get the next chapter of this game you need you fork over another ten bucks as long as it's not doing something like that I understand I, I'm not talking about expansion or packs, legacy I'm wars like yeah like yes exactly like legacy wars how legacy wars it's like you want to do power ranger you gotta pay this amount of money for a chance to and get like, through a and loot like, box and, and like but, this power ranger is super strong they don't even need to level up in order for him to win. But in order to get him, you have to fork over like thirty bucks just to get him. Exactly. And yeah, I've checked thirty bucks. Exactly. My whole and my whole thing is that even though you know, I know a lot of people have been like, like, yes, Congress is coming in. Here's the thing, though: the Congress, the House, Senate, the U.S. Senate, and the House of Representatives was the one thing they've been, they've been trying to do for the longest since Mortal Kombat regulate video yeah, games that in general exactly yes you're the, you're we're now trying to give them the power to regulate video games for us if this bill passes this is just a small step of that 
thing of this becoming a reality you know like <clears throat> jack thompson well, look, I, hold on hold on hold on jack thompson a guy I actually do respect to a certain degree. I understand why he is, how he is, it's because of the whole Columbine, uh, not just um, the Mortal Kombat and with the impact that Mortal Kombat left in the gaming industry in the 90s, but then you have the Columbine incident and stuff like that, which was a very tragic thing to happen. And due to the nature, a lot of media, a lot of media that we consumed back then and even now was to blame for music, video games the shows we watch the movies we watch it was all blamed for but for some reason in all the forefront video games were always involved in the conversation because of what we play and stuff like that first of all anything we play rated m games as a whole there's a reason why the esrb rating was created so that way parents can observe what game games kids play that way you don't have another incident where uh, a kid is playing Grand Theft Auto and he tries to reenact it and stuff like that. The ESRB oh my God. Rate, the One e time a nine-year-old tried to buy GTA 5. Exactly. While I was at a GameStop. Exactly. And the ESRB And rate, his mom was there and she almost bought it for him. See, exactly. Wow. Exactly. The ESRB rating was made and people, for some reason, adults in our generation and this generation still don't understand the esrb rating was created because of the outcry the uh, the media the government and everything like here's that just, had no, on here's, Mortal here's the thing wait, wait 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 i'm not done hold up i'm almost done i'm almost done the okay. esrb rating was made that way parents could observe what their kids were playing and for some reason 20 plus years later people forgot about that like in like and i'm not just talking about the esrb rate i'm talking about parents observing what their kids are playing if you know if a game if if you know if that game uh is gonna ask you for money for like cosmetics or the new what new new weapons and upgrades and all that crap it's up and you are under the age of 18 or i would say 16 because 16 16 17 year olds do have jobs and stuff and they understand to some extent it's up to the parents to make sure their assets don't go broke because their kid decided to spend a hundred a hundred dollars on clash of clans or candy crush it's up to the parents Ten thousand. i'm just saying in general but that's my point of view i'll continue but exports go ahead here's the thing though the esrb is actually made by the game companies themselves exactly but, but you remember because of the public outcry that happened after Mortal Kombat, and the government almost stepped in as well. And you know what I like about the ESRB? Like, it doesn't just say what age group it's made for. It, uh, uh, if you look right next to it, it shows the content. Uh, uh, it shows a list of items of uh, of things included in the game that gave it that rating. So, so like, even if a parent gives their kid an M-rated game, at least a parent, if they actually read the ES ESRB, they at least know what which m-rated games to give them and which ones not to give them at their own like discretion exactly but again it's the responsibility of the parent to actually read the goddamn thing which not all parents do sounds about right i would say this parenting is financed yeah like i i, I fairly admit this is just me i did play rated m games when i was a kid but there were there i was limited to the certain games that i was able to play mortal kombat i was able to play mortal kombat because i actually and for me it's like i played killer instinct as well in blood Rhine. yeah and mortal kombat at age four exactly well i played more Kombat at like five or six which is a no-no but 
the the the, the, the grand, my grandmother god rest her soul who raised me and my brother she uh, she knew she knew and she's like what what's this you're playing my brother would even observe when i'm playing because my brother because my brother was you know he was the only man in the house so he would see what i'm playing and stuff and he'd be like you can't play that or yada 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 there are certain games i was able to play like let's say um like rainbow six because of the fact that i watched my grandmother had me watch law and order and csi for me to understand what goes on in the world even if it is fictitious law and order she wanted me to watch because she didn't want me to end up like the kids in law and order and stuff like that but like but hence the reason why i was able to play like rainbow six or mortal kombat mortal kombat is just cartoon violence it wasn't until grand theft auto grand theft auto was a no-no in my house uh, personally, uh, it wasn't until I was up a, a certain age to understand that this is fake and stuff. Like I said, the reason why we say parents is because it parents, if you want to get let your kid play for video game, cool, it, do that at your own discretion. But as a parent, you should tell your kids, yo, this is fictitious, do not do this in real life, or we're done. I'm gonna take the game away from you. And there you go. The whole thing with the the whole thing with this bill, this could be a stepping stone, and and I don't want this to happen, but this could potentially be a stepping stone for this, the for for the house. this way. What? Go ahead. The worst case scenario is when the government steps in. That's worst case scenario. Yes. That's for Wait, at least for our video games because what if we cannot stop police our our on the industry itself, and the government steps in, game over. Yeah, like, actual uh, ta- uh, guys, game. guys in the comment in the Twitch comments, uh, Todd Geekly says the ESRB will go by the wayside eventually, as did the comics code, which began in the '50s and was abandoned uh, in the 2000s. Loot boxes are just uh, 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 bad all around, and I don't think at the moment, sorry, ATM content mature or not, it is an issue that the government is looking at. And the thing is, that as soon as you insert. But it's for the uh, but think of the children. You know this is uh, you know this shit is not gonna be taken seriously. And 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 remember and remember, the, the a good ninety five percent of the people, House of Representatives, the the U.S. Senate and Congress don't know they're a all, damn thing. Let's let's put it this way: they're all old prunes. They're all old white people who don't understand. It's not, it's not just the dude. It, it, dude, dude, don't, no, you, no, I'm not, I'm not saying it's in a racist uh, manner, X-Force, but you I, do I know, know but... you know that I'm telling the truth. They don't know. Yeah, I know they don't know at all. But still, they, they legitimately don't know at all, but we have lobbyists that are just, but then we have lobbyists and the lobbyists are feeding them false information. Like, if it makes me think that, <sighs> this is a whole mess, honestly. This Dude, is we, can a go, whole mess. we can go on and on about this. I for real, for real, for real. But I know we gotta move on. But it, <laughs> it's but overall, this is broken. If this was a game, this needs a patch fix right away on all fronts, and not just a two a, a day one. And it cannot be done in one day. It has to be done in two two months time. Remember back, all the bug X Force, X Force. Remember back in the day when game, when when game was came out, it was complete, no matter if it was good or bad. Patchwork Farm remembers. <laughs> but here's the thing: patches are fine because they yeah. help improve the game. Expansions However, are fine. Expansion packs are fine too. Let's just get, let's let's say that right now. We do not, we don't uh hate expansion packs because like expansion packs have been out for for thing, though, decades. 
here's the thing though everything is technically a microtransaction like at least if you could buy it if you buy it post game it's a microtransaction technically now with that said there's expansion packs which a lot of people will will safely say they um, they they want that one yeah it, it adds to the game and stuff yeah, and, right. and it's done post launch that's what er everyone's fine with that one because it's yeah. because I'll say this I'll, I'll, I'll say this quickly about expansions I want to clearly define what an expansion is to people like uh, Bethesda and uh, EA uh -oh. an expansion <laughs> An expansion means you could play the whole game without getting the expansion, complete the entire story without buying it, and exp uh, you shouldn't have to stop at a quote-unquote cliffhanger uh, and then and then get the rest of the game as quote-unquote an expansion. Talk your shit, <laughs> Boken. Go ahead, boy. To let them know, boy. Now, now, let me give you an example of an expansion done right. Mario Kart 8 for the Wii U. Every Mario Kart game up to the seventh game has has a total of 32 tracks divided into eight different uh, eight different Grand Prix of four tracks. Mm -hmm. That's how it's always been. And and guess what? When Mario Kart 8 first came out, same thing. 32 tracks uh, divided into eight uh, eight Grand Prix of four courses each. Then, as a separate transaction, which is optional, you get actually it's two separate trans, uh, um, uh, two separate expansions. You uh, each comes with eight additional tracks, which means this is separate from the thirty-two uh, you have to get minimum for it to be a proper game. So, for eleven dollars, you get you get a total of uh, for eleven additional dollars, you you get an additional. Uh, let's see. Uh, 16 tracks, which is practically half of the game. So you're getting one point. So you're getting an additional 50% of the game for only a one sixth of the price of the actual game, and and that's not counting the necessary amount for the actual game. So you're actually so it's an actual expansion. DLCs are DLCs. Microtransactions are, and I'm trying to correct myself for this one. Microtransactions are pretty much small knickknacks and such, cons typically consumables or boosters. Right. Expansion packs are pretty much a uh, uh, pretty much entirely new uh, content for the game that could add, and that adds something to it. That which a lot of people will agree that is is perfectly fine. Now, with that said, with that said. When it comes to loot boxes, do it at your own discretion. Especially, do it at your own discretion for that one. Of course, if you have gambling tendencies in the first place, then you really need to see a therapist for that one because it does because it actually does uh, present um, some gambling tendencies. Um, but they don't. But they don't cause it though. If you have gambling tendency in the first place, you're, it's going to be. It's not going to matter at all. Right. I would, I'm just saying. I would say this in conclusion. Like I said, people, I understand once again. If you are trying, I understand that we don't want microtransactions no more or loot boxes. But the last thing we want to do is put it in the government's hands. The, the government's been trying to get rid of video games since 1993, and the ESRB rating was the only saving grace. Let's start. Which is done by the, which, which is done by which, the game companies themselves. The game industry themselves as a whole. 
they collectively want to make it better. The gaming Basically, industry as a whole fine. made the ESRB rating to save their butts and to make sure none of this crap happened again. Okay, let's start. Let's do better. Let, let's, for the love of God, let's not ask for the government's help because these niggas will legit try to take down the gaming industry. We know that for sure. Okay, and parents. I'm looking at Australia. And, hold on, hold on, hold on. And parents, and parents, let's start doing better. If your kid is trying to play Grand Theft Auto V and they six, seven years old. You say, hell no, boy, you better go play Smash Bros. Ultimate or something like that. You better not come over here with that no more. Don't do it. Parents, everywhere. Let's start doing better. People, gamers as a whole, let's start doing better. And let's keep making this money. You let's know go. it's not going to happen, though. Hey, it's not I'm trying to be a pro... Look, X-Force, once again, you are the most pessimistic nigga in the squad. I'm the most optimistic nigga, okay? We're yin and yang, but I believe that I... For I... By the grace of God, I believe that somehow, some way, niggas can do better. I hoped and prayed every night that that shit does happen, nigga. What right. if they actually? What if they fail your expectations? Then I was wrong, nigga, and I fairly admit that. But until then, I'm gonna keep praying, no, nigga, because I need to make. Because I don't want the government to take control. I'm don't talk about. It. Let's talk about Death Stranding, because I need to talk to someone about I gotta this go. stupid ass. Oh, yeah. No, goddamn it! Don't you dare leave! Don't you dare leave! I gotta go. No, nigga, we're not, we're almost done. We're almost done, nigga. I need to prepare for tomorrow. Oh my god! Fine, go get the fuck out of here. All right, see you, you got, got thirteen points. Um, let me read this. Microtransactions are killing the nature of game development and has begun to turn some DLC to feel as though they are microtransactions. Oh, yeah. No, talk equally. You're correct on that. Trust me. You are, dude. You are. But let's talk about this Death Stranding trailer. Let's move on to something positive or weirdly positive. So the Death Stranding uh, trailer just dropped about a day and a half ago. I'm going to go first. This game comes out in November. Bruh. What, I don't know what I watched. I don't think I. I don't think I honestly was not high or drunk enough. And I don't. And I only do one thing. I don't do the other. Spoiler: I don't smoke, but I do. Should drive. I repeat the comment I made earlier at the beginning of the podcast? When I, hold on. Let me. Let me just try to. Let me try before you do. Let me try to finish what I'm trying to say. Let me put it like this: Death Stranding. The trailer pretty much was Daryl Dixon taking care of a a, a, a fetus. That's still in this little tube thingy, majiggy, and Kalis, uh, uh is from Doctor Strange, um, Mads McKellen or Medellin or Magellan. Mads McKinnon. McKinnon is the main bad guy or whatever. I don't know what the hell is going on in this trailer. All I, all I heard was America is been is collapsed or we gotta make America or or something like that. I, guys, I, I don't think, I, I don't know, bro. <laughs> I don't know what the hell I watched. I, that's all I have to say. Bo can go ahead. Um, I, I've said the, I think this is the third time I'm saying this, but I've seen every single game trailer or skit of every single episode of Cinema Tech Nocturnal Emission. So has Fox. But mostly me, I've seen every single episode of Cinematech Nocturnal Emissions. I've seen some of the weirdest shit on that show. Heck, that, that show is how I was introduced to Pyramid Head, just to give an example. And let me tell you, this game trailer makes less sense than anything I've seen in that entire show on G4. I don't know. Look... 
Koji look cult of kojima before y'all actually start tripping out be like you don't understand like the, you, you don't understand like the concept you don't understand the deep no, 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 no shut the hell up okay listen to me unless you can tell me what the hell i just watched i don't want to hear any excuses or i don't want i don't need to hear you niggas do damage control i don't know what happened i'm not saying it's bad i'm not saying it's good I don't know what they was. I don't know what Kojima was smoking. I I want I want a little hit of that though, because I don't know what the hell I saw. I really don't. I need someone in the chat, someone on SoundCloud or someone on YouTube. If they listen to this recording on YouTube later on, please, please tell me what the hell I watched in that Death Stranding trailer, because I don't know what I watched. I am. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm gonna uh, let you finish your rant. I need some help. I'm dude. I'm on. I'm about to do my Stephen A. Smith rant. I'm having a very bad day watching this damn trailer for Death Stranding, and I got so I got Boken who's looking at me in the in, in behind the set. I love you, man. But I don't want to talk to you right now. I'm not. I'm not just talking to the the, the world. I'm not just talking to SoundCloud or in YouTube land. I'm also talking to God to answer my prayers. Please, please help me to understand this damn trailer to Death Stranding. Because this game comes out in November. What's up? I wish your face cam was turned on when you were making that rant just now. <laughs> I I don't understand. I need help. Please talk geekly. Boken Kamado, a GC, CC, Jen, whoever is out there. Oh, Relic Hunters, Chief Ducky, Arcadium. Wait, I think Essentials, help trying me. to answer your prayers right now. Okay, yeah. here. Seems like, like people, people are created through science. Society fractured the government. Is holding something in the a group uh, that looks like they are... The bad guys are probably actually the good guys looking to save the world from the evil government, maybe. But the but agreed trailer is still weird. Well, at least, at least the three of us are on the same boat. The trailer is really weird. Um, let's see. I'll say I'll say this as a film critic, not as a game critic. And and you know, like I'm not a resident gamer of this uh, podcast. I'm the resident uh, film guy. Of the podcast, new, and I'll new, say, uh, and I'm gonna uh, say this. Uh, Scroll Club movie podcast coming soon, starring Boken Kondo. Continue. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like, so like, here's the thing. Uh, like on, on a cinematic standpoint, I'll say this. Um, my one of my biggest issues with the trailer is sometimes to make a good trailer, you should show less stuff. Sometimes because when you show too much content. It leaves the audience more confused rather than more excited. And for me, like I feel like if they left out certain elements of the trailer, I would have been more excited to see like what what's the story, how is this panning out. And one and one of my big and on a technical side, one of my issues with the trailer is it just like especially the ending just too long there were too many endings to this trailer it is the game trailer equivalent of watching uh, uh return of the king like like you should make the ending short and sweet you know leave the, the audience excited here's an example of a good game trailer that's really short bayonetta 3 and this isn't me like like uh like kissing bayonetta's feet like i always do this is like this is like this is like an actual cinematic thing. Um, 
right. there's a lot of ambiguity of what's happening and it ends with uh, Bayonetta being ripped in half and you see a mysterious figure and that's it whole trailer is like nine seconds that's it and that makes me freaking excited to see what happens next what is this figure why is Bayonetta cut in half that sort of thing and like this trailer you know basically the lesson this trailer needs to learn is sometimes less is more I'm gonna say this I'm like oh hold I the the trailer like uh, someone in the chat is saying was eight damn minutes i've never seen a trailer for a video game be eight minutes long bruh no i agree like that trailer was too long the trailer to death stranding was eight minutes long dude i don't know why i don't know who the hell over at kachino Productions thought an eight minute trailer would be a good idea i just didn't understand what the hell's going on with the story Okay, I need you to at least tell me what the hell is going on. I need to know what the hell is going on. Because all I see is Daryl Dixon babysit a damn fetus. The entire trailer. And do a Superman punch on a, on a nigga in a hazmat suit. What appears to be a staff lightsaber. And then fight freaking Psychomantis' children. I need your help, please. The, the, okay, in Bayonetta... The entire prologue, uh, the entire prologue level, which which consists of three fights and and three cinematic uh, and three uh, cinematic cutscenes, is shorter than this whole trailer. Three cinematics and three fights and three and three fights is shorter than this trailer. I think I'm done talking about Death Stranding because I, my head my, my head hurts talking about it. So let's move on. Let's move on to another trailer, the new Call of Duty Modern Warfare game. Now, this game has been in the talks for the past day as well. Um, the game, it's, good, it's just called Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Yes, that's all it's called, Modern Warfare. Um, and the game has been announced to have no game pass so no season pass and it's going to be the first call of duty game to be cross cross multiplayer uh uh Vulcan, i know you're not a big call of duty fan but what's your thoughts go ahead well i'll say this uh my thoughts on the trailer short sweet straightforward unlike something else yeah you know, i'm gonna beat up that first trailer like like the printer from office space but and, but back to call of duty it's like yeah i'm not a fan of call of duty but i like the fact that it's cr uh cross multiplayer because like because like because uh, like uh, some people unlike me like to play first person shooters um more than the uh, more than i would and especially if it's a game like call of duty because call of duty is right now iconized as the big fps game of the last 20 years and uh, and you know like one of the biggest gripes people have when it comes to any game when it when it's on multiple platforms is i can't play with my friends because they're on other platforms like i'm playing call of duty on playstation my friends playing call of duty on xbox and so we can't play each other heck i have friends who are pissed at me for having overwatch on pc because i can't play with them on ps4 guys i don't even have a ps4 um but yeah, so like, so like the fact that it's cross multiplayer means you know like you could like you know there's more versatility you know like to play with your friends. But you know the pro, but the one uh, recurring issue with cross multiplayer is if PC is allowed to be included in the cross multiplayer, 
how will this affect you know pc versus console uh multiplayer because like as you know like you know like when you have the click and uh, click and uh, point say point and click you know it's a lot easier than rolling the uh, d-pad and then pushing the uh r trigger whatever you use for the trigger and like you know like that's why overwatch is on cross multiplayer even on overwatch league you know? right so yeah so you know there's the pros and cons you know uh, you know as long as you know we're all like just like being a community and just like having fun together with our friends that's what's important but I will say this though, um, because of some certain things related to Bethesda that I discussed uh, in your uh, in yesterday's uh, live stream, I miss the good old days back when you could do like single player offline or or just local multiplayer. Just in general, this has nothing to do with Call of Duty, but you know, I just miss being able to do stuff local multiplayer you know have your friends actually come over to your house and hang out together physically while also in game yeah exactly eat pizza together have fun make jokes at each other and then and then they'll play punchies when one person wins and the other lo- i'm gonna say this and uh because i'm not the biggest call of duty fan that's actually gc gc loves call of duty yeah. um the game comes out in october I want to see. It's unfortunate that um, Activision is not going to be at E3 this year, as well as um, EA and Sony. But because I would love to see what they're going to do with it, and it does suck because of the fact that last year I actually got the chance to play Call of Duty Four. I waited in line and actually reserved uh, a spot to play the game as well. Not it wasn't that bad. Like I, I, I regret not buying the game when I had the money to get it. I actually still might buy Call of Duty Black Ops Four. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say this. Um, it's gonna be really interesting because of the fact that it's gonna be the the debate who's better, what's better, using a controller to pl- uh, play people on Call of uh, FPS or using a mouse and keyboard. This is going to probably put that, uh, it's probably going to finally answer that question now that Call of Duty is the first in, uh, triple, in a triple-A game to be cross-multiplayer. It's one of the first. I mean, don't get me wrong, um, Street Fighter V was cross-multiplayer as well with PC and PS4. Uh, and I know for a fact that Halo, well, no, Halo's not going to be cross-multiplayer, I'm not sure, but this is going to be yeah, the first but, but the thing about, to do that. Uh, if, if you don't mind me interrupting. Go ahead. Yeah, but the thing about Street Fighters is that um, it doesn't require aiming. Like, that's that's the thing. Like, because, like, cause like, Street Fighters, like, like it's it's button mashing basically i mean not so much like bat mashing the a button all the time but like like mashing like buttons in certain combinations and like that's that's the extent of the needed gameplay for for street fighters so so there isn't much of a should i say ping advantage between pc versus uh versus uh a console but there is a ping advantage when it comes to like FPSs because you do need to uh, carefully aim the crosshair and then fire. And the thing is, the crosshair like reacts more accurately when you have a mouse as opposed to having an analog uh, stick. Right. And, and 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 my use of the word ping, you know, I use from the word gamer starting to our butler because like that is like the best way I could like 
that's still not seen that, I still have not seen that movie either. No, it's really fun. Right. But I mean, I, the first time you watch it, it's really fun, but like consecutive times, it's like plot holes, you know. Oh. Uh, I would watch it at least once. I will. Ludacris was was pretty good in the movie, though. Does, does he does he play himself? Uh, no, but but I mean, he barely shows up in the movie, but like he plays his character well. Is all I'm gonna say. But I'm gonna say this, and then we'll, we'll move on. Um, I can't wait to see what happens. Honestly, I'm looking at the chat real quick. I think it isn't going to really matter for uh, most gamers since Fortnite has been doing it for a while. PC gamers will just always have uh, a tech advantage, but you will still have those uh, console gamers who are pro level and can give the PC gamer a run for their money. If not, just whoop their ass outright. Captain Price is back, so this is a definitely a complete reboot to the franchise well like i said we'll see and it not really with fortnite because key i keep in mind sony was not going to uh cross a uh, do cross multiplayer with nintendo and stuff like that like sony's been on one for a while it wasn't until i think the last show we did where it was confirmed that the next uh games and the next uh gaming consoles would from microsoft and sony they are talking about are doing a cloud service together so they're kind of merging to do cross multiplayer and try to do stuff uh for the next console generation which is supposedly should be out either next year or the following year so there you have it and our last piece of gaming news that shocked the world the avengers game which we all thought was dead and buried because nigga no one was talking about this game i even brought it up on my last video last year my top five games i want to announce for e3 this was my number one game that I wanted someone to talk about over at Square. And of course, last year's conference was pretty much a bag full of rusty nails and then you get body slammed on it. Well, the Avengers game is being revealed at E3 2019. This is coming from PC Gamer and it is called Marvel's Avengers. Screens will reveal the game, uh, the Avengers game, which is named Marvel's Avengers and will be live presented. Um, Square, and this is coming from PC, I'm going to read a little bit of this, Square has confirmed that the worldwide reveal of the Avengers game is happening at E3 2019, it was revealed via the game's official Twitter account, which you can follow at Plays Avengers, where it's confirmed that you'll see the reveal during the Square Enix live event at E3, which starts at 6pm Pacific Time on June 10th, what's seemingly the name of the game, is, what's seemingly the name of the game is, well, Marvel's Avengers, which pretty much makes sense and in case you were not okay blah, blah 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 and there you go um i don't know much to, what else to say about it other than yay about damn time this game is still alive and kicking it's not dead um now here's a now i'm wondering is this game going to be open world is this game going to play more like final fantasy 15 or is the game going to play like a um, marvel spider-man that came out last year i don't know I just hope. Um, I think the best question is this. I'm gonna ask you, Boken. What Marvel character do you think should get their own solo game, and why? And just, and just br briefly summarizing in like a minute. Go ahead. Mm. One minute. I think Doctor Strange should have one. Okay, stop. Because, okay, real quick, I'm gonna stop it right there. I'm not even gonna go next if that's the case because I've been asking for a Doctor Strange game after I beat uh, the Spider-Man game. Continue. One minute. Go. Uh, because like, because I feel like Doctor Strange doesn't really get enough attention. I mean, like for the last twenty years, didn't really get much attention uh, up up until like suddenly, uh, except for like the brief moment where Doctor Strange had uh, had his own movie. And that was really briefly, 
and and then the memes about him seeing the ending 14 14 million and seven times not spoiling the ending but beyond that like doctor strange like never got really got any kind of attention whether it's like through like tv shows comics games etc especially games and the thing is like we've seen like x-men games we've seen spider-man games we've seen avengers games but not really so much with doctor strange and i think there's so much potential we could do with doctor strange because like like the different kinds of magic he could use the time magic the mirror magics and all sorts of other forms of magic and you know just like i, I would love to see doctor strange get some more love i mean like if there were like any other superheroes like maybe ant-man hawkeye falcon basically like the less mainstream heroes but you know that's that's pretty much it but like doctor strange but but the reason that i put doctor strange on top of my list because out of all the mcu characters i feel like him having his own standalone game would have the most potential especially as something completely new and fresh maybe maybe um uh scarlet witch could also have one either like as as an alternate character for this game actually you know what why don't doctor strange and scarlet witch have a game together kind of like how resident Evil 2 you got leon story and claire's story that would be super awesome i would say no if that's the case i would like to see doctor strange as well as uh, scarlet witch and iron fist make like make like a like a magical version of like you know defenders or something like that and yeah. just go from there because I, I, I even said that on my um twitter account i said i would love to see um a game a movie with scarlet witch doctor strange and iron fist from the show and make a new yeah. super team or something like that right and but one thing i uh, definitely want to be perfectly clear i don't want uh strange witch and uh fist to have the same mechanics but just have the avatar repainted as the different characters i want them all to have their own unique mechanics where like where like they have specific skills that the other two don't so like there are certain areas like you know that you can only access as those specific characters and story plots that you have to access through each different character and 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 there should be moments where like yeah like you do like the two care the characters would intersect and so like you have to do like one part of a puzzle as this character and or the other part of the puzzle as that character i especially love it when there are puzzle components uh to games like whether it's bayonetta okami metroid zelda like i love puzzles even if it's not primarily a puzzle game right right and, and when it comes to magic you know expect puzzles right right like i said uh, we'll, we'll see we'll, uh, I'll, i'm excited to know that this game is still alive and i can't wait to see <coughs> what is to come i'm pretty sure the only reason why and this is a rumor uh i'm pretty sure one of the reasons why they delayed uh, th we have not heard from this game so maybe this game is uh, is gonna like tie in with uh what happened at the event in the avengers endgame maybe that's just a rumor that i heard but you know what character i would honestly would want like to see captain marvel and brie larson voice i'm joking i'm joking i'm joking i'm joking i'm joking broken i'm joking i, I need to call you up before before you're like what I'm joking. No, I, I I wasn't gonna say what. I was just I was just silently cringing. <laughs> no, I would like to see a, a a Thor game done right. 
okay. have it take place on have it takes place on Asgard or matter of fact do a Guardians of the Galaxy game with Thor and like and like you switch <laughs> off it like kind of like how, how Grand Theft Auto 5 switches off from character to character you do it like that I think that'd be really really dope but that's oh, just you me. know you know what I would like to see in a standalone Thor game go ahead actually goddamn visiting all nine realms nine goddamn realms well like a little if the, if this move if this game does go well with uh screen Enix, hopefully we see a <laughs> game and there you have it all right and our last p and this this wasn't on my show notes shmo this wasn't on my show notes but i wanted to actually discuss this so e3 is literally around the corner e3 officially begins june 10th with the conference well june 9th with the conferences um you can go down to the staples center on the 11th and uh yeah and it's gonna last until thursday the third the 14th or the 14th the 13th so here's a question boken i'm gonna give this to you what uh predictions what games would you want to, aside from bayonetta 3 because i know that's what you're going to talk about what other games do you predict what games would you want to see at e3 and stuff like that go ahead well one game one game i know i will see more of is pokemon sword and shield which i'm excited for i i would love to see more info on sword and shield uh, I would like to see a trailer for the next DLC for uh, Smash Ultimate, because we all know it ain't Sora or Goku. Thank you. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, Give us what I'd like to see. I, w- I would like to see another Okami game. Like I'm playing Okami right now for the Switch. I would love to see a scene. Or if they do a trailer for Bayonetta three, I would love to see an Okami themed skin. Like like if she has like a spear weapon in the game, like in the Okami skin, like her spear weapon would turn into a paintbrush. That'd be super dope. Um, uh, let's see. I would love I would love a new Castlevania game, uh, probably. Cause you know, like I, I started playing Castlevania again from the beginning. It's pretty fun. Uh, uh, no, GC. Uh, no one's gonna be kissing your grits, but you, but you can be kissing <laughs> Nintendo's grits. <laughs> um. Uh, let's see. And, and again, like like some games that uh, that are unlikely to have trailers, but I would like to see to have trailers. Like in my in my dreams would be uh would be a remake of. Um, What's it called? A remake of Bouncers, uh, Dragon Guard, and and it would be nice to have a new Sonic game that's actually good. All right then, all right then. Uh, I would say this. Goddamn, I'm, I'm tired. Okay, I would say this. Um, if there's some games that I would like to see happen, uh, or like see like an announcement or just a little discussion about it. Obviously, I'm gonna say Metroid Prime 4. That's my first one because I did understand. I do understand why Nintendo decided to delay Metroid Prime 4 for a lot of reasons. So I'm under. I understand. I just want. I just want to get a quick update on how the game's produ- production is going. Uh, another game I would like. Uh, this is a dream that I would like to see. I would like for Rockstar during the Microsoft press conference to announce LA Noir 2. Like that's, uh, dude. I've been on LA Noir for a while now. I need LA Noir too. Like no excuses. You have the power. You have the money. Let's get LA Noir two off the ground, people. That's all I have to say about that. Um, I obviously I want to know a little bit more about Beyond Good and Evil two, because again the last trailer was at last year's E three. So I want to know how that game's going. I want to know how close is Ubisoft getting to actually 
confirming when the game is going to come out. Hopefully, we get an actual confirmed date for Shenmue since Shenmue was supposed to come out earlier this year, but got delayed for later this year. Um, I would also like to see maybe a Dark Horse, maybe a little bit of Samurai Showdown being uh, shown at E3, maybe a little Death Stranding so I can understand what in the blue hell is going on because I still don't understand what the hell is going on in Death Stranding even after watching that goddamn trailer for eight minutes, for eight long minutes, I still don't understand what I'm supposed to be looking at. Um, um, also, I mean, on the show floor, obviously, um, I, I'm predicting that there's going to be more competitions of win some of those gaming chairs. Um, I already know that Twickle might, uh, Twickle, which is a, um, gaming, uh, which is a streaming platform that I actually, uh, was helping out, like, beta test, and hopefully they do launch their, uh, their OBS style, um, Streamlabs thing. Uh, this year hopefully i get to see those guys there hopefully i get to run into some people that i've met at last year's e3 so king bader uh jd witherspoon son jd witherspoon jr i know ace and uh and black okage will be there uh i know i'm gonna run to max simmons uh and kenny and um freaking steve and stuff um on the, some games i really hope I, I i really hope we'll see some gameplay for the avengers game uh, in my honest opinion i'm more excited about this about what we're gonna learn about this avengers game than anything related to the uh, final fantasy 7 game don't get me wrong final fantasy 7 it's a dream come true to a lot of people this remake is finally happening they're they've arched, they're gonna shed some light about the production and what what to expect when it, since the game is quote unquote episodic that's why I, I say it's in quotes because i know a lot of people like to argue with me argue with people about it's not episodic I'm like, okay cool allegedly allegedly episodic. it's episodic okay um but i'm more excited about the avengers game because this is the one the few brand new ips that square enix has had in a while and uh because this is the first time square enix is getting their hands on a marvel licensed game or whatever I don't. I could care less about Final Fantasy VII. I'm more excited about this new IP they got. Okay. Um, also, Bethesda. I want a goddamn apology the moment you do your conference. I expect a full-on apology for the bullcrap you did with Fallout 76. And don't even get me started about what's going on with the Rage too. How you're you're trying to get people to play online instead of offline. I don't even want to get into that right now. Okay. But I want I want you to apologize to every nigga that you ripped off from Fallout 76 when that game came out last year. Everyone, yeah, guy, no yeah, excuses. Brothers bro. already bought your game. Let them do whatever they want with their copy of the game. That game is now their copy of their game is now their property. If it's on a disc, they they can eat it and then shit it out if they wanted to. Because it's their property. I also, Don't dictate to them what they do with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm also excited to get GC's money because I'm going to win this bet when the Nintendo Direct comes out and they show that Sora or Goku are not going to be in the game. I'm going to proudly take that. Especially Goku. Especially Goku. I'm going to proudly take that $40 off your hands, boy. And I'm going to go <laughs> probably get me something to drink. And by drink, I'm probably gonna buy me one of those C4 cans so I can drink that because I know it's gonna be a long three days. Right. And also logistically, you know, be you know, be a real problem if they did start if they did suddenly have Goku in the game. What's up? 
like if they include Goku in the game, people are gonna start demanding they add other anime characters into the game, as and maybe even like Superman, because uh, you got the whole Superman versus Goku thing, and then and then they're gonna be for, and then uh, Nintendo's gonna have to start adding like Marvel, DC, Ninja Turtles, Power Rangers, all into Smash Bros. and like and like now like it's like you're not just gonna you're not gonna be able to be like a smash game the whole point is to be like is like an invitational nintendo characters only party with some third party characters right like i said there's gonna be i i will address this there, yes there's gonna be four slots i don't know who's gonna be in those slots but i don't damn sure no that's not gonna be a street fighter or or freaking uh kingdom hearts square enix character the best you're gonna get is like Leon, maybe Virgil or something like that. But yeah, another game, another Dante game, or would that too. would be one of those slots. Another game that I would like to see, hopefully announced, because it was announced last year. When is this new Battletoads game coming out? I, I I think it's time to get a little bit more detail about what's going on with that game. Just overall, I think it's time for a lot of the games that are supposed to be coming out this year. We need some details on that. I hopefully we get some more answers come E3 and. Oh, you know what would be some other possible characters that, that would take up those slots for What's Smash? That? Uh, Knights from Knights and I.I. from Super Monkey Ball. I, I mean, I, I don't remember either of them as trophies in the game. So that means that they might be, like, uh, I mean, like, if someone in the comments wants to prove me wrong, like, and say, like, what their spirit number is, I'd love to see that. Um, but uh, I think, uh, like, it could also be... Uh, uh, Knights and II, which are both Sega characters, if I remember correctly, and they both did appear in uh, uh, what's it called, uh, Sonic, uh, what's it called, Sonic Riders. So you know, it is possible they could have a Nintendo, or they could be like cameos in uh, Smash. So like, who knows? Uh, just just some possible other ideas that are definitely not Goku or Sora. <laughs> I'll also say this. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna chop it up right here. Um, we already know there's gonna be a Resident Evil 3 remake. So if Capcom announces a Resident Evil 3 remake, I'm not gonna be surprised. Uh, hopefully, it's gonna look as good as the new Resident Evil 2 remake that came out late earlier this year. So that's just me. Um, that's pretty much all I have. I mean, there's a lot of games that I will want want there to be announcements for and stuff but we'd be here all day but those are the main ones that i really want to see some information on i hopefully we get more updates on that um what do you call it um hopefully we get some more updates once again on beyond good and evil 2 as well as metroid prime 4 i'm falling asleep i ain't going front I, I, I thought i was about to start stuttering i had to wake myself up <laughs> um maybe capcom can give us capcom versus smk3 Hopefully, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I got yeah. for my show notes. Uh, Pokin, you got anything else to say before uh, we wrap it things up? No, no, just just wish me luck on my finals tomorrow. <laughs> all right. Then. Well, by by the time this comes out, I'm pretty sure you'll be done with your final. So, yeah. Anyways, that is pretty much it, guys. Thank you very much. This is episode 74 of the Stroke Game Podcast. Uh, as always, the two men left are the two men standing. So, uh, Boke and Kapito, I'm going to you take the floor. What's the, your closing statement for episode 74 of the Scorpion Game Podcast? My Go. My closing statement is, one, uh, make sure you don't interrupt your friends. That makes you look like a total asshole, and you're not always aware of it. 
But other than that, peace and love to all y'all. And, you know, let's see what happens at E3. And my closing comment is, yeah, guys, we are about roughly a week away from E3. And, uh, yeah, uh, it's going to be dope. I will say this right now. Be on the lookout. We're going to try and get as many interviews done with a lot of the indie developers at E3. Because it's going to be different this year at E3. Because, again, we're not going to, we're three of the biggest AAA uh, companies and publishers are not going to be there uh, this year. So hopefully the format changes and we can get to get we get to talking to these uh in developers because they need some love too so uh, yeah hopefully it will be less of a con and more of an expo exactly with all that being said guys yeah man that's pretty much all i got i'm tired and yeah i'm still i still got some alcohol in my system so i kind of want to finish this up so until then guys Y'all know what to do. Email us at scrubbergamebookings at gmail.com. That's scrubbergamebookings at gmail.com. For your questions, comments, search, advice, and business inquiries, we'll do business with you and the folks out there. Well, find spots on Facebook, Twitter, type in Scrubber Game. Bam! Scrubber Game is all up in your home. Don't worry, guys. We're going to be updating the YouTube page. I know we're about a few episodes behind. Our homie GC is, about, is in the midst of finals, and he's trying to get all that done so we can get more episodes. We keep crack lacking. Uh, as all oh, and as well, YouTube page Struggle Gaming and find our home base soundcloud.com slash Struggle Gaming. That's soundcloud.com slash Struggle Gaming, as well as googleplay.com slash Struggle Gaming because that's where we put up the rest of the episodes and stuff. Now, you, you want to get a hold of any of us, you want to surprise your critique, top, find your boy Reckless Fox, Twitter, Instagram, the Reckless underscore Fox. Find my YouTube page, Reckless underscore Fox, and find all my latest game content on Twitch.tv slash Reckless Fox. If I'm not holding down the Southtown region, Flex and Geese Howard style, we're going to go over to Angel Grove, Radio, uh, Angel Grove California. Spoken Commodore, where can they find you? You can find me at Twitch at Twitch.tv slash Spoken Commodore. You can find me on Instagram at Chrono underscore Justice underscore Cosplay. And Yummy Snowflake, don't worry. You could still watch this from the beginning on SoundCloud and <laughs> Even if you show up late, you know, I'm glad you showed up, period. All right, then. Well, that being said, guys, thank you very much. We greatly appreciate the lively crowd. As always, thank y'all. We love it. We're episode, this is episode 74. We're roughly 26 episodes away from syndication. So for all you would-be warriors out there on YouTube, y'all looking for a new gaming podcast to be, become part of an MCN, let us know. Hit us up. Facebook. Uh, Bookings at gmail.com. But until then, guys, as always, this is Reckless Fox. Peace out, bless up, and keep working things 20 dollars or less. And we all bid you an adieu. Goodbye, and good night. Bang. Deuces.